Welcome to the Vault Studios Fantasy Football Podcast, your one-stop shop for all fantasy football info. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Vault Studio Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Lewis Glover. We are live on Facebook. For those watching along, thank you for joining us. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Corey. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you, man? I'm just so excited. Season's it's like Christmas Eve. <laughs> it is, man. We got a we got a we got a present to unwrap tomorrow, and going to be an absolute barn burner between the uh, the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. The lines at fifty four and a half. The last time I checked, so Vegas <laughs> expects they're going to there's going to be some points. That usually means there's going to be some fantasy points as well. And what better way to start the season than a shootout? Yeah, it should be. Um, you know, prime a television and I can't wait for that game and all these weeks games. So all the week one games, just so much excitement, so much intrigue because we haven't had a preseason. Um, it's going to be very exciting to see how it all begins. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually listening to Warren Sharp recently and he said that, uh, you know, the only thing we have comparable to this was the, was the lockout season. I think into, was it 2011? And the overs were just getting smashed for the first for the first few weeks. Uh, Vegas wasn't ready for all the points that were going to be scored. Defenses were affected the most by the lack of preparation. So fingers crossed for fantasy. That's exactly what's happened for you know happened this year, and we're going to see lots of of uh, points scored, lots of fantasy points scored, and uh, just generally some some entertaining shootouts. Uh, but before we get on with the, today's show, uh, we'll be looking at sort of the week one matchups, taking your questions, all that kind of fun stuff. I want to remind everyone that we are brought to you by Breaking Oz Memorabilia, who are bringing you some of the best authentic sign helmets and merchandise in Australia. Make sure you head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Breaking Oz, Oz spelled O-Z facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash breaking Oz and check out all the breaks and stuff that they have got going on over there. Now, Corey, Mike Evans, what's going on with his hamstring, man? I hope it's not bad. That's all I know. Uh, he, um, could be miss- he could be missing week one. I, I really hope that that's not the case because um, I'm, as you know, I'm Mike Evans truther. Um, I think he's going to have a big season, but missing big week one would not be ideal for that. So um, hopefully he can get on the field and, and play week one, especially against the Saints. Right, right. I mean, that's going to be a great game to watch. All the narratives around that. Brady's first game going against Drew Brees. There's just going to be a lot of excitement and buzz around that game. You want the best players on the field if possible. And that obviously includes Mike Evans, who, you know, is an incredibly underrated receiver, one of the one of the best in the league at the moment. So, uh, yeah, it would be a shame for him to miss Week One, but that would certainly fire Chris Godwin into, uh, you know, all kinds of of, of uh, you know ownership territory and 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 starting Scotty Miller even Scotty Miller Scotty Miller season, yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course, of course. Um, but yeah, speaking of ownership projections, we figured it's Week One. We love daily fantasy here. We love DraftKings here. And so I reached out to Clint from DraftKings, and he's joining us on the show right now. I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to chop it up about the week one slate, some of his favorite plays. So let me bring him in, and it is my pleasure to welcome back to the Vault Studio Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Clint from DraftKings. How you doing, my man? Yeah, well, thanks, mate. Thanks for having us, boys. No, absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Well, I mean, you must have been really busy the last few weeks. Yeah, look, it's been crazy. Um, you know, as you know, with COVID, with his favorite um, plays, we've just seen so this massive backlog of of sports. So it's kind of you know the the main the main course is NFL and everything kind of in the weeks leading up. You know, whether it be golf, baseball, NHL, everything has been has been a decent entree. But I think everyone's can agree that everyone's looking forward to tomorrow and uh, and Monday morning for us. Uh, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I know well, Corey's got it even worse. He's got a one a.m. start. 
we've got a, a yeah. 3 a.m. start for Monday morning. At least we get a, a little bit more sleep than sleep than he does. But it's 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 certainly gonna be it's gonna be great. We're just so glad to have football back. What what can uh, players on DraftKings expect? Uh, if, you know, for, for the first week, what have we got on offer? Yeah, so, I mean, we always like to start things off with a bang. Um, and you've seen, you know, obviously last year we had, I think we had nine weekends in a row, millionaire makers uh, for the main kind of Sunday night, uh, Sunday slate. Um, this year for week one, we've got three millionaire makers just for week one alone. Uh, so for, for tomorrow's uh, game, uh, with the Texans and the Chiefs, there's a millionaire maker just for the for the single game showdown. Ten dollar entry, million dollars for first, three million dollar prize pool, which is a a solid way to kick things off. I think we'd all agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the big one uh, Monday morning. Uh, there's two different millionaire makers. So one, it's just crazy. And I look, I I don't like saying there's going to be some overlay, but uh, you know we've got a five million dollar prize pool, million dollars for first, only a five dollar entry. So you know if you do the maths for us to make any money whatsoever, we need a million people playing, uh, which is just crazy. So if you're looking for value, that's probably the one to play. But um, if you've got a bit more money in your pocket, then you know, and you you're wanting to play against you know only twenty eight thousand players, I think it is. There's a hundred dollar entry millionaire maker as well, two and a half million dollar prize pool and another million so you know there's plenty of options um you know they're not just your only options there's contests that start from as little as 25 cents so you know if you haven't tried it before then you know there's plenty of entry point opportunities and and some beginner contests as well uh, just to get your confidence up absolutely there you go Corey. some 25 cent contests for you (laughs) <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> listen man you keep getting up buying all these helmets that's that's all you can afford right now <laughs> that's true <laughs> all right clint so we've, if we've got some people listening uh you know maybe they haven't played on DraftKings before or they don't consider themselves like well versed who are some guys that you're liking week one based on their price you go okay if i'm playing if i were you these are some names that i'd be getting into my builds yeah, absolutely. We can run through position by position. Um, as you guys said earlier, you know, so much uncertainty with the start of the season and, and you know, no preseason games. A lot of the scrimmages even got cancelled. So, so much uncertainty around some, you know, particularly the rookies. Usually you can find some pretty good value in the early weeks for, you know, a rookie that might hit. But now it's pretty cloudy. So my strategy has kind of been for to particularly for week one is to stick with, you know, some, some names that we know and, and, you know, maybe who were W, you know, wide receiver four or three last year that have kind of climbed up the ranks for this season. So there's still some value, but um, yeah, we may as well start at quarterback. Look, I'm preaching to the choir here and it's, it's pretty obvious who my number one pick will be despite the, uh, the price tag. Um, Look, when you're picking a lineup, it's not necessarily finding the cheapest guy. You want to find someone who's going to bring back the biggest value. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Lamar Jackson, even though he's $8,100 on DraftKings, um, I just think there's too much upside there. Um, the main reason being that, you know, in his average games, he's scoring very, very high. And then he has the the upside to, you know, absolutely break a slate, um, which, you know, I think in the first three Three of the first four millionaire makers we ran last year, Lamar was the was the starting quarterback in all those winning teams. So, um, you know, I'm going back to the the well again in 2020 and think he's just going to dominate. Um, so obvious pick there. Um, I think probably some other guys to, who we could cut and build around and, and save you guys a little bit of money. Um, Russell Wilson. Um, coming up against the Falcons, 7,000. So already, if you know, you're saving $1,100. Um, another game who I'll focus on, and I'll, pre- I'll be mentioning them a lot as I go through the positions, but Wentz, uh, that Philly-Washington game, I think that's really one to attack. Uh, he's 6,300. And then probably a little sleeper that I don't mind at, at 5K, which obviously, you know, gives you a lot of cash at, at running back and wide receiver is Dwayne Haskins. Um, again, attacking that, attacking that game. Yeah, I, I love it. And 
Yeah, I remember last year. It was just it was a game of how can I get Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey into a single lineup. <laughs> that was like every week. It was just like yeah, get these two into my cash lineup, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll figure out the rest from there. Some 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 nice names at quarterback. Another guy I'm liking uh, this this week uh, in DFS and in you know in, in redraft leagues is Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he has a really nice matchup against against the Arizona Cardinals. They're quite quite soft. He had two really big games against them last season. Uh, a little bit thin at wide receiver, obviously. Uh, but yeah, get, getting Jimmy G in there at quarterback does save some salary as well. All right, let's move on to the running backs, the most important position. Who have you got? Uh, yeah, again, I mean, we could, we could go, we could go <laughs> easy and I wouldn't be making much of a bold prediction if I said McCaffrey, um, he's 10 K, which is outrageous in terms of, of fantasy football pricing. So I'm kind of looking for a cheaper option who still has quite a high upside. Um, Josh Jacobs is one for me, 6,800, uh, versus the Panthers. So I think he's going to see a lot of the rock this year. So, um, I think it's a pretty attractive price there. Um, another couple, and I'll yeah, I'll, I know obviously time conscious, I'll, I'll fly through them. But Austin Eckler, seven k. Um, I think he's in for a big year um, against the Bengals. Who knows what's going to happen with those guys this year? But again, at seven k, um, he has the the upside to to score pretty pretty big. Um, Delvin Cook, again, another obvious one, seven thousand nine hundred. Um, I just don't think this is the week to go super super cheap. Uh, at running back, if I was, Le'Veon Bell at 5,600 isn't a bad choice. And then, you know, the obvious one that a lot of people will play and will be pretty chalky, I'd say, is Antonio Gibson at 4,000. Obviously, you know, on the depth chart, he's been named the number one running back. I think it's going to be, a sh- you know, a shared committee there. But at 4K, you know, he only has to run one over the line and he's, and he's returned value. Yeah, I like I like that Gibson call. And, that, you know, that's ties back in nicely uh with with the cheap play at quarterback with with haskins as well if you wanted to build a game stack around that philly uh washington washington football team uh you, and you could you that could be one way to get christian mccaffrey into your lineups uh certainly so I, I do like that and as you said if he falls into the end zone uh your value has probably already been paid off all right some good names there, and I have just just for some listeners who might not know, uh, sort of piqued my interest when you said Josh Jacobs. There are some bonuses that are on on DraftKings. Is that is that that's correct? Uh, so for for yardage, there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, ugh, I'm having a mental blank. Sorry. Um, there are yeah, there are bonus points for uh, hundred yards, yards rushing, yard game. hundred yeah, yards, yards rushing, hundred yards. Rushing. Yeah, absolutely. I think Josh Jacobs could be very, very, uh, very comfortably there against what Carolina projects defense. to be the absolute softest defense in football. So I really, really like that call with Josh Jacobs in week one. All right, let's move over to the wide receivers. Clint, what have you got? Yeah, again, mate, I think, um, you know, the, the guys at the top are probably you know, if you can jam them in, then I think it's a good option this week because I think, uh, you know, both Michael Thomas, um, Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams um, are both in for big weeks, in my opinion. Um, Adams is just going to be the main man, obviously, at Green Bay. Um, and I think he's in for a big year. Um, so, look, my strategy would be to, you know, to try and find a, you know, a decent high price guy. Um, as you mentioned, the uncertainty around Mike Evans. Um, I think, obviously, that opens up the, the door for Chris Godwin. Obviously, plays the slot a lot. Um, we know Brady likes to, you know, Edelman was his man last year. Is it going to be a repeat this year uh, with Godwin? So at 7,100, you know, obviously he he's nothing but an attractive play. Um, Alan Robinson, I love at 6,500. Um, and then as we look to some value, it's probably Deshaun Jackson is one that, that and again, I'm targeting that game, 4,900. I just think he's too cheap. Uh, for his potential upside. Um, again, same game, Terry McLaurin, 5,600, I think is too cheap. 
Um, they're probably the main, main, main guys. If I was trying to find a really, really, really cheap guy um, going down the list, probably 4,700. Again, it's the same game. Stephen Sims Jr. is probably one, a sleeper that I don't mind. But as I said, I mean, it's pretty obvious the game that I'm going to be attacking. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a listener question that's just popped up on screen from Daniel Winterbottom. He asks, how much is Zeke this week? What's Zeke priced at? Uh, he is... Where are we? Sorry, I've got to get my prices up. I'm guessing he's going to be like in that mid-8K range. Yeah, yeah he's, he's pretty... Oh, Zeke's, Zeke won't be on the main slate though, right? Because the Cowboys are playing the Rams off the main slate. Uh, yeah, no, he won't be on the main... Yeah, no, he won't be on the main slate. All right, Daniel, we'll, we'll we'll circle back to that in a moment. Once Clint once Clint finds the uh, the price for for Zeke in the uh, is it Sunday night or Monday night? I can't remember when it's when Sunday that night. game. Yeah, Sunday Sunday night football. So that's that's not on the main slate. Uh, love the Deshaun Jackson call. Uh, week one last year, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Hashtag revenge game narrative. He loves a revenge <laughs> game, Deshaun Jackson, and there's no one else for him to target, even if Riga's you know, fit. I don't think they're going to risk him too badly in week one. There's a long season ahead. Uh, all right, let's uh, move on to the tight end position. Uh, what, what, what are we liking this week? Yeah, mate, again, um, there's a couple of key standout names. Um, I actually think this is a week, and I've said it a few times when we were on when I was on the call last year with you guys, I think this might be a week to jam in a couple of tight ends, um, at one in your flex and one in the tight end position. Um, I think Zach Ertz is a great pick at 5,800. Um, I just think he's going to see a lot of football in this game in particular. Um, so, you know, number of receptions, um, I think, you know, that, that price is extremely cheap. Um, I know you m mentioned the Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, which he was in my notes. Um, and this kind of ties in well, if you can fit them both in, but George Kittle is obviously, he's 7,200 is very, very pricey, but, um, his projected score on my model is 28.9, which is huge for across the board. Um, I think he actually, in terms of projections from the running back, wide receiver and tight end position, he came in at number three. So, um, you know, at 7,200, he's an attractive option. Um, if you're looking at any... Uh, any value type plays, which is probably not the path I'd go down at tight end, but probably Chris Herndon would be one at 3,300. He's cheap as chips or Dallas mm -hmm, go dirt mm -hmm. at 4,100. But I would be targeting Ertz and Kittle hands down. They're my only two options at tight end this week. Nice. I like it. And kickers, nobody cares about. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Defenses, who have you got? Are you, are you trying to save some money at defense? Are you paying up week one? What's what's your play here? Uh, I think I am playing paying up week one. Um, I think you've got to go the proven defenses from last year, I think, just due to the uncertainty around week one. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of juicy matchups. Uh, my Colts, I think, are probably great value um, against the Jags at 3,000. Um, yeah, look, uh, and I've found, you know, you don't really want to go too cheap at defence. There's been times in particular last year that the defence absolutely broke the slate. You know, it takes a pick six and, you know, you, your defence can be just as valuable as your as your wide receiver or running back. So I think probably the Colts are a great option. Um, and then, you know, I'd, I'd only be looking at a couple of other options, whether that be the Patriots or the Chargers possibly the Jets, but I uh, I like my Colts in this one, mate. Yeah, good call. And with the defenses as well, I'm always looking for teams that uh, are going to get to the quarterback and they're going to, you know, find find those the turnovers uh, and potent, potentially a touchdown as well. I don't mind too, too much if they get points scored on them. In fact, we want the quarterback throwing in our defense to give them more opportunities to make plays on the football and score those lovely, lovely, fantasy points clint um thank you so much for taking the time to join us uh i know you're just as excited as we are uh looking forward to to tinkering with all my lineups over the weekend and getting in some of the contests and uh yeah my ears pricked up when you said overlay i'll be in, into that that five five dollar millionaire maker uh <laughs> really really looking forward to this slate 
Yeah, awesome. No, thanks for having me, guys. Really looking forward to, you know, being part of the show as weeks go on. Hopefully some of my picks hit, some won't, but I'm sure more will than they won't. Yeah, that's all you can ask for. (laughs) That's all all you can ask for. We'll we'll hold you to that and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Thanks, Clint. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Corey. (laughs) (laughs) Man. I'm, I'm just so excited. I just got a big grin on my face. we got football. We're talking the DraftKings slate. This is fantastic. All right, what we're going to do now is we're just going to run through very, very quickly the or all the games, and I'm going to give a guy that I like this week and don't like, and Corey's going to do the same. Yep. Uh, and if you've got any questions, if you're watching live on Facebook, first of all, thank you. Second of all, throw any questions uh, you have into the uh, into the actual the Vault Studio video chat that's how we see them that's how they'll pop up so if you if you uh yeah do have some questions whether it's start sit or trade questions or anything like that we'll do our best to answer them and read them out so if you listen on the podcast you'll be able to understand everything and, and what's going on there so let's get to it man first game of the week thursday night football defending super bowl champion houston texans at the kansas city chiefs who who are you starting this game who's a must start who are you who are you fading mm. Good question. I think all the starters are pretty self-explanatory in this one. Um, I think I actually, you know, I'm starting all the Chiefs. I'm starting, you know, I'm starting Hill. I'm starting Kelsey. Obviously, I'm starting Mahomes. Uh, you're starting Ceh if you like him, <laughs> which I don't. But I get it. You have to. You have to play him now because you drafted him where you drafted him. So he's playing. Um, you know, a guy that I'm probably fading though is my heartthrob, and it's Brandon Cooks, and it's just because of the depends on if he's active, but I'm still thinking that they're going to probably slow play it anyway, uh, especially week one. Um, I think an underrated pick probably would be like Kenny Stills, uh, looking for him, especially if Cooks is out. So I'm gonna keep it short and simple on that one, but yeah, I think Cooks is probably my fade at this week. Yeah, I mean, Cooks is mine as well, just because the injury. I'm 100% starting Will Fuller where I've got him. I've drafted him a yeah. lot of places. He's going to be the primary target. Uh, and some, some someone to fade from this game, um, honestly, David Johnson. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I, like, you, can run, you can run the ball on the Chiefs. You were able to do that last year. But... This is gonna be this is gonna be a shootout, and I think they're gonna have to go deep. And yeah, I just where people were drafting David Johnson, I think they're gonna have some better options in their flex, unless they did like a weird zero RB build or something like that. Most people don't have DJ as their RB one or RB two, so he's someone that I would potentially look to fade if I was having to having to do someone from this from this game, but. You, you're starting Deshaun Watson, you're starting Mahomes, Hill, uh, all those guys, uh, of yeah. course. Uh, but, you know, outside of the deepest of leagues, Hardman and Sammy Watkins should remain on your bench, as should yeah. Stills, as should any of the tight ends from that game. But Will Fuller is a guy that I really like and I'm going to be invested in in daily fantasy as well. Plenty of lineup. So if he, if he pulls up with a dicky hamstring in the first quarter, I'm probably going to have to buy a new television because it'll have been it'll have been have something thrown at it because I'm going to be raging if 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 that happens. Uh, but this this is going to be an exciting game as I said at the top and bet the over 54 and a half points. Let's do it. I'm taking the over in this game. All right, the next game up uh, according to Pro Football Reference will go sequential order. Seattle yep. Seattle at Atlanta. Oh, I actually like this game. I really this like is it. A great from, game. I think. This is one of those games that Atlanta could could actually win. Um, I think they're a little bit sneaky. Uh, I think they're a team that's going to be kind of beat a couple teams that they shouldn't and then lose to teams that they shouldn't as well. Um, but in this game, I mean, you're playing guy that I really love in this matchup is going to be Julio Jones once again. Um, obviously, he's a stud. I think people kind of sleep on him, especially in Dynasty World, um, yep. a little bit a little bit more than they should. Real um, but, play Julio every week. Right. And the guy I'm fading is <laughs> Chris Carson. <laughs> I know you were ready for that. Shocker. Um, I know Atlanta Falcons defense, uh, not known for doing much of anything in the last five years or so. <laughs> but um, 
I, I just, I'm a little bit interested to see how the Seattle offense looks. I don't know if they're going to do the same stuff that they've been doing in the past. Are they going to let Russell Wilson chuck it around a little bit more? Are they going to try to get, you know, Carlos Hyde and those other backs involved as well? So it's kind of a slow play on Chris Carson. I know he's kind of like your, your kind of safe floor kind of guy, which is fine. But I think his upside is a little bit, a little bit sketchy in this game. Look, I completely, I completely agree for, for for week one with Chris Carson. One, obviously, he's had the, the hip fracture. This is his first game back. They have Carlos Hyder. They said he's going to be involved. Second of all, Carson was away quite a lot. I believe he had a, a, at least one, maybe two deaths in the family. Like, it's been a tough time for him. So he spent time away from the team. I don't think he's going to be, you know, 100% conditioned all the way to go. And finally, I think Atlanta's going to score points on Seattle. Seattle's defense is going to be awful this year. They, they have no pass rush. Matt Ryan's going to get all the time in the world to sit back there and chuck it in the dome, which is what they're going to do. And I think, you know, they're going to try. They're going to they're gonna run the ball in the first quarter, first half. But I really think that in the second half, Russ is going to have to come out firing. So I'm firing up Tyler Lockett. I'm firing up DK Metcalf and, and, and Russ Wilson. Any of the pass catchers, um, really. Uh, someone I'm probably not starting week one. Uh, on the Atlanta side of the ball is is just Hayden Hurst. I want to see how that role shakes out for him. Yep. I don't necessarily think he steps straight into the same market share that Austin Hooper had last year. I know there's been a little bit of hype about him in camp, but with so many tight ends available, uh, this you know I just Hayden Hurst is just a wait and see situation. But I'm firing at Julio and Ridley with absolute full confidence and Matt Ryan as well. So agree agree with Chris Carson for Week One. I want to see how that. You know, he, he comes back in, how he looks, uh, taking contact for the first time in live game. Um, and I do think we'll see plenty of Carlos Hyde involved. All right, moving on, we have a battle in the AFC East, New York Jets at Buffalo. Um, this will not be a game if you enjoy good, <laughs> if you enjoy good football. This will not be a game for you, but... Who is someone you're absolutely starting? Guy I'm absolutely starting is probably going to be Jamison Crowder. Um, I think he's going to get pepper with targets. I don't think anyone on the outside here is going to have fun dealing with Tredavious White. Um, so I'm I'm taking Crowder here. Um, and then on the Bill side, who I'm fading, um, the obvious choice is I'm not going to say because I'm, I'll become a hater of of Buffalo, but uh, I definitely will say I'm probably fading Devin Singletary here. Uh, I'm kind of interested in seeing how that that whole running back committee gets sorted out here. I want to see how invested Buffalo is in Zach Moss and how that all plays out. So I'm probably going to be in the wait and see on Devin Singletary. It's someone that I have drafted this offseason, but someone that I'm really interested in seeing kind of how that all plays out in this juicy matchup. Yeah, ab absolutely. And I, I agree with Crowder because uh, just looking at the New York Jets, Jets latest practice report, we have Denzel Mims and Brashad Perryman both listed as full participants. That's great news for Jamison Crowder, who lives almost exclusively in the slot. If Perryman was going to be out, I would be concerned about Trey White traveling to the slot to deal, to deal with Crowder because Trey White is one of the few corners in the league who goes travels. inside and, yeah. and travels literally everywhere of the primary receiver. Uh, I think that, that he'll be, be, be locking down Perriman. Crowder's going to get fed on the inside. So I do like Jamison Crowder this week. The guy I do really love, though, people have been off, people have been out on him, but it's Stephon Diggs. Like if there's a week you're firing mm. up Stephon Diggs, it's week yeah, one, it's one. Against, against these I don't even know who plays cornerback for the New York Jets right now. <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I can't think. Like, I'm really, really struggling to, to come to terms with who's playing cornerback. All I know is it's not good. Uh, Stephon Diggs is just elite, and I think, I think he has a day here. I think he really, really sets the tone well. Alan looks for him. They, they're, they're at home. There's going to be good weather. I think this is a time for Stephon Diggs. I'm playing him, and I love this stack in DFS as well. Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Get Chris Herndon in at the tight end. Maybe run it back with, run it back with Jamison Crowder as well. Uh, so I, I don't, I certainly don't mind that. And you're also playing the the Bills defense everywhere, of course. Uh, do you want to know who the cornerbacks are for the Jets? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of him. Uh, Basan Austin. And oh, Pierre of course. De- and Pierre Desir, I've heard of. Him. I know. Uh, yeah, I know Pierre Desir, but yeah, okay. Uh, and they've they obviously lost Jamal Adams. They got they got McDougal back there in the trade. So yeah, um, yeah this is not a good secondary. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a great, not a great pass rush. Uh, what CJ Mosley opted out. Like this is just the, the Jets are going to struggle on defense this year. I think they'll be tough against the run. They always are tough against the run, which is just another good reason to fade single Terry. All right, next game: Las Vegas Raiders. The first game as Las Vegas uh, going. I think they're going on the road to to Carolina. Is that am I reading that correctly? Yes, that's correct. They're going on the road to Carolina. I yep. think we're all starting Josh Jacobs here, as we talked about with Clint. Um, just, just a, just a very juicy matchup. Are you brave enough week one to start either of the rookie wide receivers on the Raiders? No, I'm not. No, I agree. I will I start agree. Darren Waller. Um, that's a guy that I'm going to start. Josh Jacobs, obviously, love the matchup for him because I think the Raiders are going to win this game, and I think that they're going to, you know, just pound the rock as much as they can. If they can run the ball 30 times, they're going to run the ball 30 times, 35 times in this game. Oh yeah. Um, Josh, yeah. Josh, uh, Josh, uh, John, John Gruden's got a got a bet with himself about how many times he's going to run the rock, and he's just playing a little battle in his own head. Right. Um, I mean, guy that I'm fading. Um, are those rookie wide receivers. I'm not playing a single Raiders wide receiver. Um, on the Carolina side, uh, probably staying away from... Like, DJ DJ Moore is an interesting one because that's probably a guy that could probably get loose here um, a little bit and might have to if the Raiders are kind of pulling away here. Um, they are favorites in this game. So um, so I would definitely be looking at fading every, everyone else you know, obviously you got to play CMC and I expect him to get, <laughs> you know, his fair share of work. But um, any other Carolina Panthers you're thinking about playing, yeah, just 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 wait. Honestly, I'm I'm in DJ. I'm playing DJ more this week, and yeah. if I'm if I'm perfectly honest with you, in in deeper leagues, uh, I, might, I might. No, Ian Thomas. <laughs> the Raiders are so bad against the, the the tight end last season, and they they brought in uh, was it Littleton, the the linebacker from the Rams in free agency. Yeah, it was not he's, good. Yeah, I mean he's okay. he's been okay in coverage, he's but he's okay. not he's not easy, but he's not great. I think Ian Thomas is going to get some looks as well, and he was being a standout in camp the last few weeks. So Ian Thomas is a sneaky sort of stream tight end play, uh, but yeah, but really this is not a game we're looking to 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 have a, a ton of. Really, yeah. I think Raiders are going to run the rock, as you said. All right, Chargers at Bengals. Uh, man, what if this game's kind of interesting? This is interesting, man. This this is real interesting. We have no idea what's going to happen here. Obviously, you're playing Eckler. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what the pace of play is going to look like. Is Keenan Allen going to get fed tons of targets? Is Mike Williams going to play? He's a game time decision. So there's just so many question marks about this. Obviously, you're playing Joe Mixon, but right, honestly, I don't have the confidence to play. I don't think I have the confidence to play AJ Green week one, and it's not exactly a a gimme matchup either. He's going to see Casey Hayward, who's a who's a baller. So it's not like it's a you know an, just a cushion matchup for for Joe Burrow and AJ Green to walk right into. What are you doing here? Yeah, I actually got asked that question on Twitter um, today. Um, who do you rather play, AJ Green or um, Tyler Boyd? And I said Boyd for that exact reason. I want to see AJ Green. He hasn't played for so long now. I want to see him get on the field and actually do it first. Um, I'm playing Tyler Boyd. I love Tyler Boyd in this matchup with Casey Hayward on AJ Green. Um, Tyler Boyd should have a lot of work there in the slot. Um, Joe Burrow rookie quarterback he's going to be looking for that slot guy um a lot more i think in this matchup especially you know tough chargers defense they got a good pass rush he's gonna have to get the ball out pretty quickly he's not time for long developed routes i don't believe especially with that offensive line um you know i love joe mixon um i think it's gonna kind of a tough spot here for him though um to be honest what we'll see how how it all goes we really don't know what we're going to get from these two teams like these are probably um, two of the biggest question marks. Like Bengals could win. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals win won this game. They're they're underdogs right now. It, it would be yeah, it would be peak Chargers. Honestly, though, I do I do love Joe Mixon in this matchup. The Chargers have been soft against the run the last couple of years. They got a ferocious pass rush, but they're they're a bit they they are a bit soft at the middle. So I think Joe, Joe Mixon can 
you know, can be fine, can certainly be fine. And if the Chargers yeah. can sort of score some points, then obviously he's going to get involved in the passing game as well. Keenan Allen, you know, he, they just gave him this huge new contract, right? So we know he's firmly in their plans. I don't know if you saw on I mean, Hard he's Knocks. The best, he's the best receiver in AFC West, right? <laughs> Ace, look, he's certainly an incredibly good wide receiver. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching him play. As always, one of my favorite guys to just to just watch. Yeah, when I'm, for sure. When I'm, when I'm enjoying, enjoying enjoying watching football, so love Keenan Allen. I'd be pretty happy starting him as well because most places you've grabbed him as your wide receiver two, wide receiver three. Uh, yeah. Tarot Taylor is someone who I've been interested in in super flex leagues. I feel okay starting him against the soft Bengals defense. I don't think that they're scaring anyone. But outside of the deepest of deep leagues, uh, yeah, I'm not looking at Tyrod uh, in, in in week one. But but interesting to see how he's used, how Hunter Henry is used. Uh, but it's 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 Eckler and it's Keenan Allen on the Chargers side of the ball, and it's Mixon and and, and Boyd on the, the the Bengals side of the ball. With you know, yeah. don't play. Bro. Very curious. Don't play Burrow week one. Don't play Burrow week one, first game. Uh, let's let's just let's let's see how he goes. Uh, all right, we've got Chicago going into Detroit. This one's an interesting one. Mitchell Trubisky has been named the starter. To be for me, that's quite good for Allen Robinson. They've got that pre-existing relationship already. A Rob has just been paid. He's going to get peppered with targets. Detroit's defense stinks. Who have they got playing cornerback? Like. They've, they Slay's gone. This is all lanes open for Allen Robinson to have an absolutely monster day. Um, are you starting? Are you starting anyone else on the Bears? I don't think so, right? It's it's a it's Allen yeah. Robinson. It's Allen Robinson or bust. And then on Detroit side of the ball, we like Matt Stafford. I'm sure we like Marvin Jones. I like Kenny everyone. G. I like everyone. Like everyone. TJ Hawkinson. Like the running backs. <laughs> I, right. So this is where decisions need to be made. Are you playing Kerry on Johnson? No. Um, I know Swift is a bit. Um, hampered right now, mm -hmm. supposedly, but uh, I'm still not going to play him. We got AP there now just to muddle it up even more. Um, yeah, so I'm playing the receivers. I'm playing Hawkinson, and that's probably where I'm going to leave it with the Lions and Stafford, obviously. Yeah, uh, obviously playing Stafford. I think this this is an interesting one, and you know, I don't think Peterson's going to get too many carries in his in his first right, yeah. outing. I, yeah. think, I think it's a handful. I don't think, I don't think uh, that Swift is really involved at all. If he plays, I kind of feel okay playing carry on here. I think carry, like if you drafted carry on, you, you know, this later on, you play him. Yeah. This, this is your time to play him, right? Week right. one, he's very familiar better. with the offense. It's not going to get any better than this. I know he's got a tough matchup against the bears. Akeem Hicks is there. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tough defensive line, obviously, but he can catch a few passes as well. I'm playing carry on as like my running back three, if I or like a, a flex play. I, I think he I think he does okay. He gets you ten to eleven points. Best case scenario, he falls into the end zone for you. I think the Lions can score points, especially at home. Uh, I, I think the Bears will will struggle to to you know to do much outside of Allen Robinson and struggle to move the football. Montgomery's not playing all of those kind of things. So yeah, I, I, I actually feel okay starting carry on Johnson this week. And I, I actually will be starting him in a few places where I, um, yeah, to, uh, sort of took him in that round seven, eight range in the draft. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Now we've got, uh, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Uh, gross. I mean, bit of a, bit of a gross <laughs> game ov overall, I mean, yeah, it's, I, I don't think I'm really wanting to start too many players in this game outside of DJ Chark. The running backs, we just don't know what the situation is going to be. If I was forced... I'm not starting head, any Jags running backs. I yeah. think the, the Colts defense has only given up like 200-yard rushers in the last, like I don't know, some ridiculous amount of games. So um, I'm not starting any of those Jacksonville running backs. If you want to start Shark, which you probably have to where you drafted them, that's fine. Um, and then Colts-wise, I'm probably looking, you know, I think Philip Rivers is a sneaky play here. Um, I think that that whole Colts offense, T.Y. Hilton, you're firing him up. And, you know, you're firing up. Maybe if you grabbed one of those lesser light receivers, 
um it's worth a shot especially like paris campbell or something oh yeah i was just gonna say paris campbell's my guy paris campbell's my guy this week on the colts i just got such a plus matchup uh, out of the slot against the 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 soft jacksonville defense they're gonna have no pass rush whatsoever right Uh, great great offensive line rivers is gonna have all the time in the world back there and and good luck anyone trying to um you know deal with paris Paris Campbell for more than a couple of seconds in, 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 in the short areas. So Paris Campbell is someone I'm I'm very happy to play. Very, very happy to play this week. Obviously, we love the Colts defense. Uh, running backs, and you know, I actually feel okay starting Jonathan Taylor. I think they're going to be ahead. I think they're going to be able to run on the on the Jags. And I think this is a perfect time. They get up. They, they get to see what they have in live action with Jonathan Taylor. So Mac, I think he's going to get the first, you know, first few carries. He's going to get work, but I feel comfortable uh, playing either of these guys just because the matchup is so good. Uh, you know, Mac is probably going to be a, a second flex in deeper leagues. Uh, Jonathan Taylor could be a running back three for you, flex type play. So either of those guys, I'm very comfortable starting against. Yeah, just what is going to be an atrocious Jacksonville defense. Yeah, for sure. And there's been a lot of talk about Mac catching the ball a lot this offseason so i'm really interested to see if they kind of use him in that role and what what kind of role they use naheem Hines in as well so it's very a little, a little bit intriguing there um even though i do think the colts just manhandle the jaguars in this matchup yeah absolutely um all right moving on to packers at minnesota vikings mm. uh, i mean we're playing dalvin cook we're playing adam thielen I'm not playing any of the quarterbacks in this game. Aaron Rodgers, nope, on the road at Minnesota. No, thank you. Uh, you know, Daniel Hunter is out, so that for a few few weeks on on short term injured reserve, so that does help a little bit uh, in terms in terms of slowing down the pass rush. But I'm really not interested in either quarterback in this game. It's it's Adam Thielen or Dalvin Cook on the uh, on the. Viking side of the ball for me. That's it. And then obviously, right, we're starting. Uh, we're starting Adams. We're starting Devontae Adams. Uh, we're starting. We're starting Aaron Jones. I think most most people would, would yeah, agree with that. Yeah, just based on value, yeah, or volume for Aaron Jones. I think you got to start him. Yep. Um, I think I he did have a couple games against the Vikings last year. So. Yep. Yep. Certainly. Certainly did. So, this game, it's just not. It just does, does, doesn't get me excited. I don't know why. Well, I mean. I'm, it should because it's a division matchup. I know, I know. You know it's just two like, the uh... favorites of that division, but yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, I'm Minnesota born and raised, so it's like it's a it's an absolute battle, um, you know, between Vikings fans and Packers fans. But um, you know, I think it is kind of surprising that it's so close, and there's not going to be fans, and it kind of ruins it for the whole thing. But um, yeah, I think it's a very interesting matchup. The Vikings are actually favored in this game. Which is a little bit surprising. Um, I guess they just get the the home field advantage <laughs> with no fans. Yeah, no what skull is it like? Ca- no what, skull what, clap. What's their line? Is it like a point and a half? It's two, it and half. It's two and a half. Okay, let's look at under a field goal. So yeah, minus two and a half. Yeah, so they don't get the standard three points. But yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting game. But I don't know about fantasy wise. I think you're just playing your you're playing the studs, and that's about it. Yep that that that's pretty much. For uh, that, for that one, um, we talked to this one a little bit earlier, but Tampa at New Orleans Saints, huge game. Um, this is crazy, man. I don't think I'm playing Tom Brady. I'm, I'm Ooh. starting. I, I don't even think I'm playing Mike Evans at this rate. If it's if this is a genuine soft tissue injury, it's a could you know he injured it. His season was shortened last year. Even if God they say this, this is a game. This is a game time decision. Something like if that's what we get to, right? I don't think I'm playing Mike Evans week one, which is insane to say. But he's, you know, it's not an easy matchup. The Saints have got a good defense. He's going to see plenty of Lattimore, who we know can can mess with Mike Evans. We've seen we've seen that before, right? We've seen him get in his head. We, what Mike Evans got ejected? Yeah. Can you? It would just be awful, right? Week one, you fire Mike Evans up. You're feeling good. Three plays in, bang, hamstring, done. Like, yeah, you, that's you, the you, worst. It's the worst feeling of fantasy, and just knowing that your whole week is ruined because you started right. your wide receiver one or wide receiver two, and he just and what is I'm, done you after know, a quarter. What we're talking about here is we've got a full complement of players available to us. There are no bye weeks. You know, uh, yeah. we 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 draft deep. There are guys who can step up and replace him, and 
I'm monitoring the injury news. Obviously, it's Thursday night here in Australia, so we've got plenty of time between now and then. I'm going to be checking in with what Dr. Chow has to say, what Stefania Bell has to say, the people who actually know what the hell they're talking about with injuries. But just from a concern standpoint, soft tissue, hamstring injury, particularly as Evans, you know, plays, you know, will be going deep downfield and looking yeah. to open it up, concerns me, man. Really does concern me at this point. Chris Godwin, 100% fire him up. Apart from that, I don't want any part of Tampa Bay. I don't want Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> right. I don't want any part of this backfield mess against just an absolute murderous defense. It's Chris Godwin, and that's it. And then on the Saints side of the ball, we got the heavy hitters. Um, yeah, give me all of them. Start them give all. me all of them. Yep. Um, Jared Cook, are you playing Jared Cook? Yep, I'm, st I'm starting all of them. Jared Cook, <laughs> just, Emmanuel just... Sanders, <laughs> Michael Thomas. Um, I don't, I don't know tomorrow. if I'm... I don't know if I'm playing Jared Cook, man. I think I'm sitting in this week. The, 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 the Buccaneers have got good linebackers, man. Real good linebackers. That's I good, but they have to be chasing Kamara around while, while Cook's <laughs> running on the team. <laughs> Not everyone has Kamara type that linebackers have to worry about as well. That's true. That is very, that is very, very true. Um, yeah, I just given all the other options available, all the games we yeah, have, some nice, nice matchups. I just don't think I'm playing Jared Cook this week. Miami at New England. Let's go. Oh, man. I mean, I'm playing, I'm playing Cam. I'm you're playing Cam? You just the chips are in. in. <laughs> firing them up. Because you're trying to tell me the Patriots get the ball within inside the five. Cam's not running that running that bad boy in. He's yeah, running you, at you it. Know, he's That's running it in. Right there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, in, in places where I need to play him, super flex leagues, things like that, I'm absolutely playing him. Uh, but he was just such a value in drafts like, to pick up as your quarterback too. I, th I don't think I'm going to be playing him this week. Like, uh, there's, there's a few other guys I would probably rather play, only for the uncertainty factor, right? That's the thing right. is the uncertainty factor. I haven't seen Cam fit and healthy playing well on a gridiron for – a while like it's been a while yeah. now and i know he's been doing well and he's in the best shape of his life but like you said with aj green right it's the same thing mm -hmm. i want to see cam one week be cam i think we got the perfect opportunity against the miami dolphins at home to see that there isn't really too much pressure on it so i, I just i i can't start in week one Pushing in, chips baby Pushing chips in, in. <laughs> chips in <laughs> all right, we got no a comment here though. Oh, no yeah, one else. I'm playing. Sorry, I'm playing James White. I'm playing James White for the Patriots because Harris is out. Uh, Sony Michelle's dust. Rex Burkhead <laughs> is going to be mixed in, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm playing. I'm playing James White. Uh, I'll play Edelman just because. Of, yeah, you know, I guess. I don't think it's going right? to be like um, a huge game because I I really don't know what's going to happen with that receiving core. To be honest, I you know Jacoby Myers could come out with eight catches for seventy yards and be like, oh, okay, Jacoby Myers. Um, and then on the dolphin side, like, no thanks, Devontae Parker. Gilmore is gonna be on him. Oh, okay. Here. No, I'm playing Parker. I'm playing Parker. What? Dude, You're playing he, Parker against Gilmore. He he handled Gilmore. Well, he didn't handle him, but he scored on he scored against Gilmore both games last year. Like he wasn't slowed down by Gilmore. He was like the only receiver well, who got Gilmore's anything. Be like, oh, he's too good for me. I'm just going No, I don't think that at all. I just think that Parker presents like a really physical, difficult matchup given, you know, mm -hmm. I just, I, I've got no problem playing Parker with, with Mr. Yolo. Mr. Fitzpatrick is just going to be chucking it, chucking it up to him. I'm not playing Preston. I'll play Mike Gesicki. I'll play Gesicki. Yeah. Against those linebackers. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm, it's it's rough. I don't even want to look at it. It's, right, it's, let's, it's let's move on before. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on before it. we start talking about the Patriots' uh, linebacking <laughs> situation. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, we got we got Dallas uh, at the Rams. I mean, you're firing up Dak Cooper Gallup. Um, yeah, I'm playing everyone in this match. Playing ev playing everyone. Uh, temper expectations for Cooper. This is probably his hardest matchup of the year. Getting Jalen Ramsey week one with seventy million dollars guaranteed in his back pocket. Huge contract for Jalen Ramsey. Sorry. Highest. Sorry, did I say everyone? I didn't mean Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing him. Of course, I'm still playing Cooper, but I'm just tempering a little bit of expectations. But I still think they move him around a lot. Uh, get, try to get him some some you know some looks away from Ramsey. So still playing him on the Rams side of the ball. If Henderson is ruled out and is completely with this hamstring, I'm Sneaky? stop it. No, Sneaky. it's Cam Akers' season all day. 
<laughs> Cam Akers season all day. Uh, you're playing Bobby Trees. You're playing Cooper Cup. Honestly, yeah. I don't think I've. I don't even. I don't think I want to play Higby week one. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't. I, don't, I have. I don't really feel great about Higby this season. So I. I don't know how that usage. I don't I know how that usage shakes out. I really don't. Yeah, especially if they're down in this game, which I think they will be. Um, the Rams last year just by default, whenever they were down, they went to eleven personnel, which would it, which could include Higby, obviously, but it could include Everett as well. So um, it's just yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all waiting to see whether the Cowboys are going to sign Earl Thomas as well. I don't know after they oh, God. They, they waved what ha ha Clinton Dick. So I don't know what they're. This, this it's not going to happen this week, I don't think. No, no I don't think so either. I think the way, isn't that after week one is when veteran salaries become non-guaranteed yeah, or something so. like that? Yeah. So there's, that's there's probably a when point. a lot of these, there's one of the, a lot of, lot of these names are going to move. But this is a great game. Uh, this is going to be a hell of a game to watch. Island game. I'm really yeah, excited for this one. Um, and to be honest, I'm fine playing Jared Goff as well. I really am. Yeah, so am I. For, for sure, fine playing Jared Goff. He's. I think the Cowboys are going to score points. I think this is going to be a shootout. So give me some some Jared Goff this week. All right, we've got Cleveland at Baltimore. Ah, oh, this is this is tough. This is. Uh, oh my guys, my guys in Baltimore. I think we had a comment um, earlier said so that I'm a undercover Ravens fan. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I'm an undercover Ravens, but I'm definitely a Lamar Jackson fan. He's just a Lamar Jackson fan, yeah. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is the truth. I can't wait to watch him just run around. Uh, I just I don't see how Cleveland Browns slow this guy down um, in this matchup. And they had limited, you know, padded practices, limited time to refine their tackling skills, and that's not the matchup you want week one when you having trouble tackling. <laughs> So right. I do like I do like um you know I think Landry has a good game in this game. Um I think OBJ is going to be the focal point of that Ravens defense. And I, I do like Landry underneath in this one. Uh Pepper with a few targets. So I could see him, you know, catching six, seven, eight balls in this one. Yep. I'm not gonna fade Chubb this week. Uh it's obviously not the best matchup for him. Uh, he had, did have success against the Ravens last year, but there was a few huge plays that sort of pushed that out a little bit. I do like Kareem Hunt. They obviously just gave him a new contract, gave him some money. You, yep. we, we we expect the Ravens to score points, right? Even though it is a divisional matchup, they are they are at home. We expect the Ravens to score points, and I think yep. that the, the Browns are going to have to to you know throw the ball more than they like, and I think they get Kareem Hunt involved. Uh, so I, I'm playing him in the flex, absolutely, or as my running back too, if if you went on a, a lighter running back build. Marquise Brown, firing him up all day. Mark Andrews, yep. obviously. The, um, the running back situation, man, this... It, it's, I'm it's playing murky. Ingram. You're playing Ingram? Yeah, I suppose yep. you, you, sort of have, you sort of have to play Ingram. I'm not, well, playing, Do- I'm not playing Dobbins. Yep. Yeah, this is the time, right? You get your few this games of him before Dobbins, yeah. before Dobbins takes over. So if I'm it's going to happen, yeah. If he's going to get lose his spot or he's going to lose carries, then this is the time to play him. Yeah, for sure. Um, next game, Arizona at San Francisco. Uh, oh, man. I got it. my guy. My guy's going to blow up this game. Kendrick Bourne. I have, I have a feeling. Yes, Kendrick <laughs> Bourne. Two touchdowns. EFS, just play him. Just play, play Kendrick, Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, stack. Be stack. Super cheap. Yep. I can see. I can see it, man. Who else is going to play? Brandon Ayuk's not going to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. good question. Yeah, we've got a comment here from, from, from J-Rock. I'll throw it up on the screen, read it out for our listeners. Uh, he says, the Ravens have stacked up on that D-line with Calais Campbell, Derek Wolf, etc. so we'll be fading Chubb. Yeah, it's it's obviously an intimidating defense for sure. Um, the thing that Chubb should touch wood have in his favor is volume, at least to, you know, at least to start the game. And... The offensive line is being being bolstered as well. They're going to be yeah, running go. a lot of twelve personnel. So, yeah, it's it. I, I just don't think I can. If I I haven't drafted a lot of Nick Chubb, I've I've moved away from him. So I'm not really forced to have this decision too much. Certainly fading him in DFS, but I think you've got to have some big balls to to just go. Oh yeah, I just drafted Nick Chubb with my early second round pick, and I'm just going to bench him. 
Yeah, you can. I, I think I think that's tough to do. I think that's tough yeah. to do. Uh, but completely fading him in DFS, uh, Jay. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm I'm with, I'm with you there. Um, I'm curious to see how the loss of Earl Thomas is going to affect this defense. He was obviously integ- he was integral last year. Uh, leaving through camp in the circumstances he did is is certainly not ideal. They do have plenty of other pieces on that defense, but uh, you know, just you know, communication. Uh, could 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 be an issue on 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 that on that side of the the ball. So all right, let's get back to the Cardinals 49ers. Are you playing your boy Drake or what? You damn right, I'm playing my boy Drake against the 49ers. You damn right, I'm playing Kenyon Drake. Talk about all time fades. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> I'm playing Drake. Gonna spread that spread that defense out and just run it down their throats. It's gonna be absolutely Mwah. up tempo. Kyler's gonna come out slinging it. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. They're gonna be gonna gonna get the ball. Gonna get the ball out quickly. Try to neutralize the pass rush. Drake's gonna be involved in that short area game as well. I like I like uh, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins again. I haven't barely drafted DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know how you yeah, bench him. Don't but, have any shares? But I wouldn't. You know, I'm not. Ex- I'm not excited to play him this week. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, it is what I, it is. I, you have to play him. I love Jimmy G this week. I love uh, George Kittle. Every week is start tight ends against the Cardinals until we know otherwise. So you're always yeah. starting George Kittle. Jimmy Garoppolo is- as well. I think this is a uh, defense you can take advantage of. I think the 49ers just try to pound the ball, especially with the injuries at at wide receiver. Um, I think they just do what they do. What they did last year is run a ball ton, a lot of misdirection, um, easy, safe passes for Garoppolo, and they take care of businesses in this one. Yeah, I think that's the case as well. They get, they get a, a home win to start the season. Uh, yeah, uh, you're not playing Larry Fitzgerald. Although, although no. having said that, we you know, Larry Fitzgerald has a propensity to come out and ball out for the first yeah. couple of weeks, and then he's like, oh, shit, I'm 100 years old. The body, the body, <laughs> the body's out of gas for the rest of the season. But yeah, I, you, you're, not, you're not playing Larry Fitz. I, but for sure, man, firing up Kenyon Drake. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident about Kenyon Drake. What do you... All right, what do you all right. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I got it. <laughs> All right, so this this next one we talked about this matchup quite a lot with Clint, so we'll probably gloss over it. Philadelphia at Washington, but fire up Wentz, fire up Jackson, fire up McLaurin, uh, fire up Miles Sanders. Like this is this uh, in- injury report, um, you know, pending. But yeah, I mean, who are you playing on Washington apart from Terry McLaurin? Hmm. No one. <laughs> you don't have the Maybe. balls to play Gibson week one. No, I, I have no desire to play Gibson week one. I have no desire to play any of those running backs, J.D. McKissick, um, Love, any of those guys. Uh, maybe Sims um, Jr., but that's still a gimmicky play, I think. I mean, in you have, you'll have better so. options. You'll have yeah, better options. I mean, it'd have to be a real a deep league for you to, to be getting on right. getting on on sims but he is more of like a tournament play dfs yeah exactly uh, when you're building a stack when you're building a stack around this game um but that but that's yeah, but about I'm it not, not playing anyone on that washington team yeah i'm not scared. yeah i was gonna say i'm not scared of, of darius slay either uh for mclaurin so if you drafted mclaurin feel very comfortable playing uh terry mclaurin week one uh he's gonna see all of the targets <laughs> yes. all, all of all of them. All of them. Um, yeah. All right. We got two games left. Uh, we got Titans at Denver. They go into that high altitude. It's going to be interesting. I think everyone's going to be dead by the third quarter. On especially on the you know. Just yeah, they're all retired. A, from a fit, fitness point of view, I think uh, obviously poor uh, Von Von Miller pouring out for his season. It sucks to see. Literally yeah. the last play, last play, just. Absolutely fucking sucks because he's a great player to watch. And Bradley Chubb might not play week one either. So, you know, you're f- I'm firing up Derek Henry with full confidence. Uh, even even though they are on the road, even though it's going against the Vic Fangio defense. Uh, yeah, Derek, Derek Henry week one should be good. Uh, Titans yep. side of the Titans. Excuse me, rather than the Titans side of the ball. AJ Brown, are you playing, are you playing AJ Brown? I hate AJ Brown. So, I mean, <laughs> if I have to, I get it. If where you drafted him, you have to play him, I think. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think you you have to play AJ Brown. You're probably looking at if you're gonna if you drafted 
Jonu Smith, you could play him here too. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just not totally sure what that Denver Broncos defense is all about. And then on uh, uh, the other side of the ball, I'm a little bit weary of this running back situation in Denver. Um, I don't quite know what's going on there. So we'll see how that shakes out. I think I'll avoid that. I think, you know, if you're playing, I think I might even start like a guy like carry on over, you know, Gordon, if that was the case, just this week one, just to see how things pan out. Cause that Tennessee defense is no joke either. So um, I do like the pass catchers here. I like Cortland Sutton, obviously in this uh -huh. matchup. Yeah. Uh, the defense is no joke. I don't know how much Jadavion Clowney is going to play. I don't know what his conditioning is going to be like, particularly yeah. at, at altitude. You know, he's an absolute dominant player against the run as well. So ordinarily, I'd be be you know hesitant against this uh, Titans run defense. But with Clowney only just coming into the mix, I still feel okay about playing Melvin Gordon. I think he's a very good running back. I think he's going to get usage, and I think he's going to get work in the passing game as well where, over Philip Lindsay. So. Yeah, I like I that mean, value there. So, like, he's a flex play, right? Melvin Gordon's a flex play. Yeah, this week especially. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I don't think I can play Fant week one. Uh, J Rock, do you play Judy? Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not playing Jerry Judy week one. Just too many, too many people pulling for targets. I'd, I'd rather see him put up twenty on my bench. Uh, to be honest, and feel I, I feel fine about that. I feel like the correct process is to is to not play uh, Jerry Judy week one. Um, yeah, you can invest the draft capital anyway that you would have to play him. Uh, you'll have better options. Yeah, you, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Uh, and then the final game, the final game is uh, Pittsburgh at the Giants. But before we do that, before we break down this final game, let's. Talk about this prop bet that I, I put on from our friends at topsport.com.au because it involves the game tomorrow night or tomorrow tomorrow daytime, excuse me. It's our top sport bet of the week. It is five player lines that I have folded into a multi-bet. It's it's awesome. It's a it's a feature I've I've found on Top Sport. It's their player bet section, which allows you to to combine same players in the same game into multi-bets. So this is what I've gone for, Corey. Let me know what you think about this one. I've gone yep. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson over 303 yards, Mahomes over 311 yards, Will Fuller over 86, Tyreek Hill over 92, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire over 21 receiving yards. All of those combined in a multi-bet is paying $8.25. I think the only thing that you might worry about is the Watson yardage. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just banking there's gonna have to be a shootout. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you know they set these lines for a reason. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I think that's the one you'll probably have to worry about. I think um Hill is it a little bit interesting. Um you said ninety two yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean you could get that one play. <laughs> um yeah, I think I think those are those are pretty good options as well. Yeah, I'm 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 quietly confident about this one. Of course, I'm gonna have egg on my face tomorrow when like none none of these this happens or something like that. Yeah. Of course, that's the way it is. But seriously, guys, head on over to topsport.com.au. Choose the Vault Studio as your referrer when you set up an account, and head on over to the player bet section because if you like fantasy football, you almost certainly like player props. And I am telling you, this is the coolest player prop feature I have seen like on an Australian bookie, you can, there's there, the, you can set the, the, the yardage yourself, uh, which is cool. And then the odds, the odds shift with that. So you can set your own line. You can hold them into multi bets, as I said, but you can also, uh, you know, uh, I could have, uh, you know, gone Watson, 286 yards, 290 something, 303. There's all of these incremental increases which increase or decrease the odds. You can fold them all together into same game multis or you can throw other games in there as well if there's a few different games that you like to see. Fold them in and really get some value. I now wish I'd just sprinkled some Deshaun Jackson over five receptions in there because I think that's a, an, almost, an almost lock as well. He's around $2 and $2.50, I believe, $2.57 if I recall correctly, over on Top Sport. So thanks to our friends at topsport.com.au. 
uh, head on over there, choose the Vault Studio as your referrer, let them know that we sent you. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Remember to always gamble responsibly. All right, let's bring it back to the last game. We've got the Steelers at the Giants, as I said, and fire up every Pittsburgh Steeler. This is Pittsburgh Steeler territory. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know who you're not starting. I think you're starting Big Ben if you have him. You're starting Juju. You're starting Deontay Johnson. You're starting James Conner for sure. Um, starting James Conner probably for the next four or five weeks because they have cupcake rushing matchups as they as they go along here. So um, all Steelers, all go. Um, on the Giants side, I'm probably playing Evan Ingram. And because you want to play him now while he's still healthy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, Sterling Shepard, I think, is a little bit underrated this year and someone I'm still willing to play. Um, probably not playing a lot of Darius Slayton this, this week either or Daniel Jones. Yeah, absolutely not playing either of those. Of course, we're playing Saquon. I don't know if I don't know if I'm playing Evan Ingram this week. I think it's a really difficult matchup for him. I know they're I know they're at home, but that Steelers defense is no joke. Minka Fitzpatrick is there. Like this this could be a really this could be a tough day out for for Evan Ingram. Um, yeah, I just. But of course, like you said, you've drafted him. He's going to be healthy. You you kind of feel yeah, you better play him you now. Can, you, you can, yeah, you 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 kind of feel obliged to play him. But I'm just. Just going to pull up, uh, you know, uh, last season if I can. I'm uh, here on Pro Football Reference and have a quick look at the Steelers' defense against tight ends because if memory calls me correct, recall correctly, they, they were they, they were they were pretty all right. Um, yeah, I mean they were they were one of the uh, toughest teams uh, against the tight end position last year giving up only uh 11.4 DraftKings points per game which was you know bottom bottom 10 or 11 in the league so it's not a gimme matchup by any stretch of the imagination <sighs> yeah not 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 a huge fan of Evan Engram this week but he may be your only tight end and you've you know you've invested in you kind of yeah, you're, you're in line but big ben fire at big ben like top 10 option at quarterback position this week for me i yeah, think big ben is Big Ben, forget. I know there was this. There was this, the tale of Big Ben home road splits, all that kind of stuff. That was thrown out the window a couple of years ago. You play Big Ben if you have him on your roster this week over plenty of uh, plenty of other quarterbacks. I think he's going to absolutely have a day. For sure. Uh, well, that that that'll just about do it for this week, Corey. Uh, you know, going to go to bed now so I can wake up and the the game the game is is even closer. It'll be to, on. Yeah. yeah, it'll be on. So. I wish everyone listening, uh, you know, the best of luck with their with their week one matchups. Thank you for everyone who followed along on the live stream. We appreciate you. Uh, it's really cool of you to come and hang out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we love doing it, and yeah, we'll be back next week. We wish you all the best in your matchups. We wish you the best of luck if you decide to enter some DraftKings tournaments. If you're unsure what you know exactly how daily fantasy works reach out to myself, reach out to Corey. We're more than happy to to do that. You can uh, find me me on Twitter at FF underscore down under. You can find Corey at CMoney52. Reach out there. Reach out to to me at Fantasy Football Down Under on Facebook. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually running a weekly contest for, for people in the Fantasy Football Down Under Facebook group. Only five bucks to enter. Caps out at 19 entries, uh, 19 players, excuse me. So it's a small contest. Good way to... to, to wet the beak and, and get a little appetite and understanding of what daily fantasy is all about. But uh, yeah, this has been great. Corey, as always, an absolute pleasure. Um, you, you yeah, have, man, really uh, appreciate you, it. Yeah, absolutely. And ha have, a, have a great uh, Christmas day tomorrow watching <laughs> watching the football. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk soon and, and we'll be back yeah. next week. Thank you everyone for, for tuning in. Thanks. Thanks for tuning into the Vault Studio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to keep up with our video content, head over to YouTube, subscribe, and click the notification bell. Thanks for listening.